Hello and welcome to an episode of the Sparkin Anime Review Podcast from Sparkin.com. This is your host, Zance. Konnichiwa, aloha, journal. What's up? I'm Greta. Yes, we're back for another fun-filled episode. And if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Sparkin's Anime Review is the not weekly, not monthly, but it happens occasionally podcast from Sparkin.com where we talk about anime. We talk about various series, new or old. We tell you the pros and cons about how the art style is, the characters are, and if it's worth checking out or not. Yes, because anything I might or any of us talk about, but we try to be educational, entertaining, engaging, and most importantly, enlightening. You can find us at www.sparkin.com. Uh, you can also email us at sparkin at gmail.com or zan, that's X-A-N, at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Apple Music, YouTube, and various other social media and podcast sites, which you can find in the show notes. And I think that's everything for the the show notes for today or all the little um housekeeping yeah i think we're good yes so with the end of spring 2019 we're now in the point of the year when summer 2019 anime is going to come out and there's lots of stuff that's interesting coming out this summer we're going to be doing a larger and more intriguing review about it later on but there was one which actually really excited me that came out recently, and I felt we had to do a review about it. Now, first off, a little bit of history. Now, back in the day, when this podcast first started in 2008, around episode 39 in 2009, I reviewed a little manga that was pretty intriguing that I found fascinating and amazing. You can check it out, like I said, in episode 39. It, the link will be in the show notes. And it was a manga that was written by... Yumi Tamura and was released in Flowers and Betsukomi magazine. It's a shoujo jose that came out in 2001 and 2017. There's 35 volumes and it is a science fiction survival series that I was totally enthralled with. When I was reading in 2009, it was only a third of the way through. Like I said, it finished in 2017 and it was a long wait for it, but I was in intrigued and engaged the entire time and on june 28th 2019 last friday they released part one of the series so we got 12 episodes of this long-running series directed by yukio takahashi and released by studio gonzo on netflix so immediately we have a english dub from launch which is pretty awesome i have to admit because it's supposed to come out in april and i was waiting for this and the series we're talking about is Seven Seed. Yes. Uh, to and I've been like I said, I've been very excited for this series. Now, what is Seven Seeds about? Uh, how would you describe Seven Seeds? The plot in one sentence. In one sentence, I would say everyone knows the world is coming to an end, so they try to prepare teams of people and. What's it called? Freeze them? Cry yeah, cryogenically freeze them. Cryogenically freeze them and send them essentially into the future to restart civilization. That's that's actually a really good description. That is it exactly. It's uh, the end of the world happens and several, several groups of people are sent to the future via cryogenic freezing and this is the world after it happens. Now, the first thing I find very intriguing about the series and that they kept with the anime is that you do not know how long it's been. Yeah, there's no... There's no timetable. It's not like the, the new series coming out, Dr. Stone, 
where the main character counts how long he's been frozen because he's super intelligent. He counts that it's been 500 years. It's not that at all. They do not know how long it's been. The topography of the world has changed completely, so we don't know how long it's been. And, spoilers, some of these people don't know that they've been frozen. In the first episode, it gets to that point where they don't know what happened. You learn by the end of the first episode what's going on. And it is a series that is... The the original source material is one which is so engaging and intriguing. It's one which... It's about these individuals and the different groups and it focuses on them. It takes over 181 chapters to go through this story and it covers lots of intriguing story arcs. Now, as we said... There's multiple groups that have been sent, the seven seeds. Now, it would have been smart to do seven groups, but they don't do seven groups. What they do is they do how many groups? Five. One for each season, and then one additional group. So you have spring, summer, autumn, winter, and then summer B. Now, you're probably wondering, why summer B? Well, you have an A team, then... You have a B team. That's pretty much it. <laughs> this group was a generous add-in. Yes. To make sure this all worked out. And this as you as I'm saying, you hear I'm talking about the actual manga and the plot itself. Now you're probably wondering, why am I talking about the the plot of the manga and not the anime? Because the anime gives you no context whatsoever in the beginning. I feel like it, it takes you two to three episodes to really figure out what's going on. The manga series, the first few chapters follows Summer B, our main group, for 30 chapters, and then it shifts to Team, uh, team Spring. Follows them for a couple of chapters, then goes back to Team Summer B, and then it'll jump to Team Winter, and it follows them and it gives them enough time where you're able to empathize and understand these characters. And that's how the manga works. Now, since this is an anime series, understandably so, they have to truncate this. they got to make it smaller. Fit it all. One, two, three. Now, what they could have done with their... in the first part one is 12 episodes long. So what they could have done is focused on two episodes a group. Two episodes group A, two episodes group B, two episodes group C, and so on and so forth to give everyone a very good choice. Or better yet, you could have had seven seasons of this, or four seasons, where each season focuses on a different group. They did not do this. Instead, the first episode, you're introduced to four groups completely, and you have no idea what the fuck is going on. You're just like, huh? You got maybe five five to ten minutes per group, and you are confused as what's going on, you don't know who anybody is, and it throws you right in there. It's off to the races. Eventually, so you're just as lost as the characters that wake up first. And as the series goes on, the, the, the manga, uh, the anime series goes on, it does fill in a lot of plot points. However, it doesn't focus as much on the character development, and it does lose something. It loses a lot. They, the whole se season covers 100 chapters. That's 15 volumes of the manga in 12 episodes. Most series will cover 5 mangas in 12 episodes. Or 3 mangas in 12 episodes. So this is severely heavy. One of my major complaints with this is that my favorite story arc is when they tell the story of Team Winter. 
very cool story. They compress it to half an episode. And what do you think about the Team Winter story in the length? Would you have liked it to be a little longer? You thought that was a good amount for Team Winter. I think it needs a little bit longer, but not much. Like maybe an episode? Yeah. Like make it two episodes or yeah. just one episode? And it ends in a really weird cliffhanger. Now we're getting the kind of negatives out of the way first so we can talk about the good parts about it. Now besides the... Actually, Zan, cut from this point to the end. Alright, so we're going to edit this part out. So, since we've been talking about the series so long, let's get the good points. Now first off, this is a great adaptation of the series. Visually, it has a great dub to it. Right? Yeah. Excellent dub. And all the characters make sense. They really do. Each one is very different, and you understand all the characters. Well, not really understand 100%, but you get each character's different characters. Not just, this is Stark character A, this is Stark character B. You have 40 characters to follow, and you know each one individually, right? Right. And you're able to... Each one has their their own speciality, and you can know. It's not just, okay, these are the ten guys who are here. I think I know who are there. No, you know that this character is this one. This is this one. And yeah, it is rushed a little bit. But we do know these characters are there. We do know that they are. They exist, and they have their own personality. For example, in the first group we're introduced to, we know their main character, Natsu. She is very timid. We get that, but we see her start to grow and develop. You have Arashi, the guy in the group who she likes, who he is pining for the love of his life. Who may be left in the past, we don't know. We have uh, Botan, their leader, who definitely knows more than what she's talking about. Then you have Mozu, the guy who's kind of a DB. Right? You'll swear, but you won't say DB. He's totally a douchebag. All right, fine. He's a douchebag. Yeah. In uh, Team B, on the other hand, we have uh, Mozu. Not Mozu, it's uh, uh, the musician. I can't remember his name right now, but he, his thing is he's all about music. You have the girl who's the, who wants to be the doctor. You have the little kid. You have Hana, the main character for Team B, who is the girlfriend of Arashi. And they were put in two different groups. And then crazy in that... Gee, I wonder why there's a second group. Well, so you have this group. And also... The other part we didn't say is they're not all together. And that's one of the best parts about this series is that, yeah, the other one is Team Winter. Team Winter, the main character, awoke. He's older than all of them, even though he was the same age when they started. His group woke up 15 years earlier, and he's the only survivor of his team. It's, a, it's an amazing, horrific story. But he's older than them, and that makes it compelling. All the characters are compelling and intriguing. The... Now, as we the negatives, first off, this is 12 episodes long. It's a part one. So we're going to get maybe part two, part three, most likely part two. The, as I said, the manga was 35 chapters long. They took half of the chapters, half of the volumes, 100 chapters, or 80 chapters, we'll say. We'll say half. 15 volumes, and they compressed it into 12 episodes. So it's a bit of a hatchet job. They throw everything together, and it's just, it's rush, 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 rush. They take some of the most pivotal storylines, and how would you say the story comes out generally? Was it easy to follow if I had not 
told you anything? Halfway through it, it was easy to follow, but the first few episodes are rough. Uh, and not just that, also the... How do you say the animation was? It was mixing 2D and 3D. Hmm. The beginning was great. With the horrific bugs and things like that. But when they mix with water... It looks like they put me in charge of it. I wouldn't say that. I think you'd do a more competent job than that. But it's it's rough. It's bad. It's like you could obviously see that's CG. That's 2D. It's not a smooth transition. The opening that's and, also bad CG. The opening and closing is 2D and they're amazing. They look great. The parts where they touched up with CG, you can't even tell. It's got a great opening theme by Ark, called Ark. Uh, the closing theme is also really well done it's done in watercolors almost and it's very beautiful it is a very beautifully drawn series uh you don't have any really slow and crappy designs to it that i've noticed except for the water and some bad cg transition sequences for the most part it's well designed and every character is designed well that you could tell them apart as we said it's just that it is kind of rough the truncation of the series is it's it's I don't want to say it's damning, but it's hurtful because this is such a great story. I wish that they had more to do with this. This would be perfect as a 26-episode series, I think. Oh, totally. Like, if this was part one and it was 26 episodes, I think that it would have been it would have been great. 26 episodes for 15 chapters. You get two chapters. Uh, you know, each of these episodes is at least, let's say, 12, 12 times 3, right? 26. 12, 24, 30, no, 24, so double this. 48. So, so double this. We'll say double this. We doubled this to uh, 24 episodes, not 26. 24 episodes, I think it would have been a very, it would have impacted a little more. It would have been, it would have flowed better, and I think we would have gotten the character development that we could have, we needed. Some things you did need to rush through, I'm not going to lie. Some things were are really rough and horrific, especially when you're introduced to team summer a because they at first you think that they're a bunch of assholes and then when you see their backstory which they focus a hell of a lot on it's really dark also when you have one of the surviving groups they the they stumble upon a uh essentially a fallout shelter that things went really wrong in and the manga covers 20 chapters on this this journal they find and all of what went wrong with this fallout shelter and they compressed it to an episode and I think that episode worked but maybe two episodes would have been a little bit more for that two episodes would have been good they, I, I also feel like that almost should have happened closer to the beginning as like background story but it's that was one thing in the manga that I liked that they're exploring the world and you're discovering more about the past as they come across it and that was cool to see it flashback later on. I do like that they did that. Uh, later on, after this series ends, um, Team Summer B and the two members from Team Summer A who run away because reasons, slight spoilers, stumble upon a ship which it's it's a relic of the past and there's video messages of what happened. And it's it's cool to see like the past and to see how everything was manipulated in the past and how they dealt with after the the uh, the reason why the earth is destroyed happened and you see them 
trying to survive and slowly going mad over time. It's not the, oh, we're running out of fuel and we're going to starve to death. No, it's they're slowly going crazy. And you see them like, oh, it's been four years since the, the impact happened and we're just going nuts. It's not as dark. It's dark, but it's not as... Well... I mean, it's a dark story. It's a dark plot. It's a... There's hope, though. That's the thing is yeah. I like to say there's a bit of hope. Well, except the end of the, 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 uh, the cliffhangers, there's no hope. It's a really bad cliffhanger. Well, what else can we say? Uh, the bugs were so gross. Yeah, that's one thing that they did capture really well, is that in the future, because humanity no longer exists, and it's been I don't know how many years, that the world has changed. So... Obviously, things evolve over time, so creatures have evolved, and they've become different. Plants that were benign are now carnivorous. Uh, things that you think are perfectly safe are not safe. You know, you find a mushroom, and maybe this mushroom will grow on you and try to kill you, or this bacteria that will eat blood. Yeah, it's delightfully disgusting. It's a light, but there are some great things like the the one thing that I well, so overall you have the art style which was decent except for some CG issues. The plot is truncated, but it's still excellent. Um, it's a good series. I don't like where they ended it. It's too much of a cliffhanger. It it's you have to get through a a few early episodes to really get into it. You or do. you need to have read the manga. Uh, and I recommend... So, out of our rating system, I'm going to have to say worth worth streaming and watching. reason why I say that is, yes, it's rough. However, I highly recommend supporting this because I want to see a second season of this, see if they will finish the whole series. And more importantly than that, this is a series that I believe in. I've believed in since 2009. I've wanted this to get an actual legitimate... Uh, Western release. I've talked to other manga fans around the world since this came out, and they all want a release of this. Uh, one friend from Germany is like, yeah, we don't know if this will ever come out, because the series originally created by this mangaka, Tamora made Basara, and Basara got a horrible release in Germany. And if you've ever tried reading Basara, it's great, but that manga release was really bad. So we want a decent release for this. I mean, they could even kickstart a digital release. I'd put money down for a digital release. They just sent a whole legitimate file. Yeah. You know, I mean, they could do like Hakuna no Ken where they actually send you your own personal, um, how are they call tablet, which has all of it. It has like the cover is the Hakuna no Ken, but you flip it open and it's just a, a tablet with all the chapters on it. That would be cool for Seven Seeds. It's a series which is worth it. Um, but that's me being a crazy person. I think it's worth watching and investing in because this is the type of manga and anime series that should be embraced. It's not the typical fare. One, it's not typical fare. It's not an Izekai series. It's not the I'm stuck in high school series. It's something which they is very different. It's a survivor series. And that's the first. Second thing is that this is a Jose series that was brought over. It's not a it's not a shonen series. It's not a senin series. 
And what do I mean by that for those of you who are joining us for the first time? Well, the Shoujo series is a series for girls. And this series is a Jose series, so it's a show for women. And do, does it feel like it's a show for women? No. No? No. This is not a show for women. Or the story would have been, because it's... The story, the part of the plots are, the, the, the second half, or the back third... Well, you have to sh- it's definitely for women. Well, the, you have to stretch the whole thing out. Also, the fact that all the main characters are all pretty boys. They're all drawn beautifully. No, they're all drawn similarly. Well, in the anime, yes. In the manga, they're all drawn as pretty boys. Yeah, but we're reviewing the anime. True. But the, the concept in general... And they all look the same age, even though the one group is supposed to be older. No, they, they look... He, the- like, shaves, and then he looks the same as all the other guys. He looks a little... The only way you know the one boy is a little boy is because he's short. The girls, little girls, you knew were little girls, too. Yeah, because they could be a little boy. No, and the autumn guys you know are older because they have facial hair and they kind of look scrubby. The one guy looks like he's, he's juicing, and the girl looks super slutty. I'm just saying, it's not 100% for women. It's a Jose series. It's written by a woman. It's got, a, it's got strong female main characters. That's the thing is, it's got... I yeah, I, like, I, lo- I love the female characters. And that's the thing is, it's it's not just the girls are, well, our main, the first main girl, she's a little bit of a, she's not Mary Sue, but she's someone who is, starts off useless and she gets better over time. Like, her job essentially yeah. is to be the, the Cronal, uh, the writer. It's similar to another series that I read when I was a kid about kids playing a game and the game was prepping them to go to the future. Really cool book, but it's very similar to that. And that was also a female protagonist. And she was a writer, too. Um, the second main female character, uh, Hana, is... You like her because she's badass, you said. Totally. Yeah. And then Winter. I've talked about Winter. Uh, who's the other one? Autumn. It's Autumn's a screwed-up team. And then Summer. It's, does, it doesn't matter if they're... Their reasoning makes sense. I think that they're the the two main people from Summer B or Summer A are are. Uh, would you say untrustworthy, or just bad characters to be tr- to be in general? Yeah, not trustworthy whatsoever. Like I mean, but from like a female bookstore sort point of view, are they like Wickham's? Yes. Or are they like something else, you think? Mm, no, I think Wickham is a good... Analogy? Yeah. yeah. If you're confused, we're using some other... Pride and Prejudice references. You're welcome. But yeah. So overall, back to the point. Check this series out. It is really well done. It is, it, it's not great well done, but it's a fun series. It's a series which is important to watch so we can get more series like this. Um, another Joseph series that came out earlier this year didn't get a simulcast. And I'm kind of sad about that because I wanted to see that series. I wanted to see Carol and Tuesday. And everyone's talking about how amazing that show is. How the music is phenomenal. And that's a, a Jose set on Mars. So we have to keep supporting these. So check it out on Netflix if you have it. Get those numbers up so we can get a second season. And this doesn't end up like so many other series which had great promise and then Netflix canceled them because Netflix is stupid. Um, you agree? Yes. 
So that's about it. So we are, we'll talk to you guys in a bit about some of the other series once we see them for uh, summer 2019. Uh, this is Anne. And Greta. We're gone, so I'll catch you next time. in the anime or in the manga look they talk about the fact that the wolves project illusions to help hunt and that's why he sees his friend throughout the entire time and they don't even talk about that in that episode they just make it like he's imagining that the wolf is there it's like no they actually projected his friend while he was with him to help him to give him 
uh, make him not go crazy. It kind of makes sense though, because he said like he's like my sense of smell is better, right? question mark positive I mean besides that I mean which of the characters was your favorite in this do you think I like your girlfriend you liked Hana out of all the other characters <laughs> mm -hmm. so who was your least favorite character was it Arashi okay was it the boyfriend was it the jerk who picked on Natsu the entire time be the ones that were bossing around the other team and hitting them with little sticks. So the so the rich girl, the the the, the girl who worked for the architecture firm and the douchebag mm -hmm. who was rich. Mm -hmm. Who was actually engaged to the other girl. They don't talk about that that they're actually engaged. Okay, I'm just adding some stuff. Right. No, I, I, I got gotcha. you. But I gotta 